0: Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda, presented by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. This morning it was so incisive for us, and it is important that we get the one of the songs that said is the atmosphere is changing now. And it's we are joining our praises together and declaring that the Spirit of the Lord is here. And the evidence is all around. But it might be good for us to confess that and impress upon our body, soul, and spirit that God is making all the difference today, tomorrow, yesterday. that is power in the name of Jesus, I love that. That was one of the first songs we we sang. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. Say there is power in the name of Jesus, and He's breaking every chain, every chain, every chain. And think of what the breakthroughs. Every individual in your family, and some may be doing just great, but there will be some that at certain stages of life, they need a breakthrough right here in our congregation. And out there, in the field, out there with many wonderful people. By the way, I get emails from them all the time. So since you don't see them, sometimes we don't understand, but wonderful wonderful people are logging on and they are joining us that the Lord is breaking every chain and we need to confess it, believe it, speak it over ourselves that God is making a great difference in our lives, especially in this hour, especially this year. And uh, at the same time, There are principalities and powers, and some of them we see right there on the top of the surface, the spirits of violence that are happening in lots of cities here in the United States and even out there. Some in the UK, some in France, uh, voices stirring up things and so that we are especially... I believe that there are dark powers that are very concerned about the church. And the church, just being the church, makes all the difference. And these people, there is voices and there are movements, even in our nation, that would try to deactivate the church and divide the church and make us focus on and distract us so that we would forget our victory that's in Jesus Christ. And we have strong opinions out there. I avoid going into political realms, but where it touches us and touches Christian belief and our being the believing church of Jesus Christ. For example, how they are, what they're teaching, in schools in the public school system some parents are saying we didn't know all this propaganda ungodly propaganda, was being taught our children until they started coming home and they had to because of this uh, new system where a th- lot of the teachers in many regions they are have had to stay home or they they want to stay home but the children have been sent home, and for months on end, week after week, they have to sit there and get uh, the activities, some teachings from that computer, and we're finding out the influences. For example, even at an early age, uh, kids are... Being taught about their sexuality and and question that and uh, we, uh boy, I'll tell you I said sheesh I thought in the late sixties seventies there was ungodliness, it's just getting worse and worse and but remember i'm not I want you to know God makes all the difference, and he's making the difference in our lives and uh as, the, as Michael and the team were leading us, that the, we sang this morning, the atmosphere is changing now. Say, the atmosphere is changing now. And we shared, talked about this a little bit, but I realized that there is quite a bit of urgency, and not... The, the point, is not that they're getting the victory, but God wants to actively quicken the church and bless it in the name of Jesus. And in that context, by the way, as we get into intercession, we do want to remember to send uh, blessing and peace. Pray for the peace. It says pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And that peace, the meaning is wholeness, that no voice would come, and divide god's nation israel and god's city jerusalem cuz and salem is peace and and it means whole and many of voices are saying well but a portion we should divide jerusalem i, I would not be in that place where i say that because that city especially protected by the Lord, and that's where Jesus is going to come back. And part of the church, we have to be the church, and we are in expectation of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we say, come quickly, O Lord. But until that time, we're going to stand and stand in faith and declare the power that's in the name of Jesus. And as we sang this morning, miracles, miracles, can happen now. Miracles are happening now. Say, miracles are happening now. And I'm believing for a miracle for you and your children and your grandchildren where they need the breakthrough. Each of you, there may be a health quickening, a miracle we need for a baby, I believe, that God is coming, that baby that's been receiving even radiation treatment or something like that, God is giving a miracle this morning and we are going to receive that. We are together and miracles will be happening for you, for you, for you, for each of us. And sometimes we don't even know what our children are going through in school or your grandchildren. Well, by faith we declare miracles are happening now. And the Spirit of the Lord is here. We sang that this morning. And we believe that. And we declare that for ourselves. It's, I mean, if we lose our own situation, forget about praying for others. So we bless each and every home here. Those of you who are watching us on the Internet, we declare the same thing. That the atmosphere is changing over your home. And that miracles are happening. That I'm not just for the sake of singing, we sing. And it's meaningless. No, it is dynamically helping strengthen you. And you are mighty in the Lord. And evidence is all around. And we give all glory to Jesus. And make sure that we take note of this, and, and really, really be careful not to take it for granted. I mean, I'm not putting any condemnation on anybody, but be anxious, be run where you can, where you want to, just feel like walking. Run to give praise to the living God. Worthy is your name. And then, in that context, then we send uh, intercessions and prayer for certain regions of the world that are in turmoil that we send to the Ukraine and to Russia. We pray shalom in Jesus' name, that whatever voices are stirring up things. In the same way we speak here, even when when I went home on Friday night, there was still violence being stirred up in Minnesota. In uh, Portland, in Baltimore, in New York City, I mean, and uh, there's several reasons, but we know that, we know that we know that we know. Our wrestling match is not against flesh and blood, that's what the apostle says, but against powers and principalities. So, realize... uh, and and they will try to di- divide us so that's I'm so grateful that we have this gathering and that whatever they meant for harm God's going to use it for good and unite and make us stronger than ever as a unit to stand for the lord and as we have this authority then we can stay in we do we should not fail therefore we are being taught and I hope we don't forget You have authority. The atmosphere is changing over these key cities and they are not going to be just yuck, you know, where yuck has taken over and violence and hate and mobs burning down stores and and hurting the economy of regions where... People lose their life savings as they've invested in their restaurants or in their uh, small businesses. We pray, God, the atmosphere has changed. And uh, by the way, we we do want to pray. I saw a few moments of the funeral honoring the Prince, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. And we... Recognize of the strength and and friendship that uh, England, the United Kingdom, Great Britain, has given us; that we have been allies for a long, long time. And we send blessings to the Queen and and to Great Britain. That during this time, I mean, God gave him a long, wonderful life, and we we bless him. But he was he stood by. Uh, very faithfully with the queen in all these 70 years. I feel it uh, slightly a little more so than a lot of others because I was raised up in uh, one of the British colonies where I remembered the queen when she was coronated. And there was on, the te- on television, this was just black and white TV, but we saw the queen, the ceremony where she, 70 years ago, married, Got engaged to the Prince Philip, and, and and her coronation. But we send our blessing and covering prayers to Great Britain, and then we want to recognize right now that God takes care of us, that God makes all the difference, and there is a scripture that really quite impressive for me and we that's one of the ones that I would want to note. It's in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 7 says this as the enemy would try to divide us make us feel useless uh, make put barriers and these are in many states that If you meet, you can meet only 20 people together or something like that. Uh, Or you cannot meet at all. And some just have played around with this. and uh, Some states, as you know, you are free to function. But some states, you will have a big trouble with authorities if you don't wear a mask. And uh, all, all of this, you know, there's a... Quite a bit of confusion out there. Uh, But here is what I want us to take note this morning, that the word of the Lord, here is what he tells you. Uh, I believe this is, at one time it was for Israel, but for us, we take that word, it's a promise for us. It says here, for you are a holy people, Deuteronomy chapter 7. You are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure. Say, I'm a special treasure. Above all the peoples on the face of the earth. So when you are washed in the blood of the Lamb, you have come to Jesus and taken him into your heart to repent Repented of all past sins and say, Lord, I belong to you. I recognize Jesus as my Lord, my King, my Savior. And he has changed your identity. Then it says, he has loved you. You are a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people. For you were the least of all peoples, but because the Lord loves you. Say, the Lord loves me. Turn to a neighbor say, the Lord loves you. And this is in the Bible. The, the Holy Spirit is quickening this. This is a promise. And where the devil has made you, see, you are weak here and you are weak. What do you think the Lord thinks of you? You have failed here and failed here. That's nonsense. His word to you is, I love you. You are special, and I love you. Say, I'm special. And here the Lord assures you, He did not love you because you were large in number, but because the Lord loves you and because He would keep the oath which He swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Now this is, in the Old Testament, This is, it reminds us of Passover, where the, the lamb's blood was put on the doorposts and lintels. But then in the New Covenant, it is the true Lamb of God, the one that John Baptist pointed and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. That lamb, and he has, but he has freed us. The, what happened in Exodus 12 was a t- type of what the Lord in reality did for every tribe, language, and people. We worship the lamb, the Lamb of God. We worship the Lord, who does not figure out. Well, this is a, we are going to vote for the biggest number in the Lord's book. where it, the Lord. And his vote makes all the difference. Uh, And uh, this is the season, I believe, as we have gone through and fought for our freedoms, that as the Lord answers prayer, we are going to be experiencing revival as we have never seen it before. I am sincerely believing that there is Massive waves of salvation and revival coming up ahead. And as we honor the Lord, and God will honor our prayers. So you are, we are a special people. And realize that the Lord is with us, just like he was with Moses. As the children of Israel were taken out of bondage, they were, became a blessed people, And they become a prosperous people. And we are believing the Lord is blessing each family here. And the word of the Lord says, My being with you makes all the difference. It isn't that you are in large in number, or you have special weapons. It's because of my love and my friendship with you that you are going to rise up in the name of Jesus. We'll we'll follow. These thoughts up some more, but I feel like I want us to go to the Lord and experience communion and put the blood of Jesus over ourselves. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. This blood is covering me. Devil, take your hands off my kids take your hands. There will not be in confusion. Can you imagine that in some of the school the influences and the propaganda is such that uh, they confuse children that are 10 years old, 7 years old and say, well your identity is not really fixed. You could be a girl, you could be a boy, I mean you're transitioning. That's nonsense that we believe and the word of God tells us that God made us male, female, and praise God, makes us fruitful in the name of Jesus. So we'll see in a moment, uh, as we have time, the uh, lives of several people that God particularly points out, especially, for example, in the life of D- Daniel, I mean, I'm sorry, of Gideon. Uh, Judges chapter 6 and 7 you'll find that the Midianites are really a- actively taking over the blessing of the God's people the Jews and uh, God has a special visitation for Gideon and Gideon is made to feel like he says, "Listen, I am the least. Our tribe is the least of the tribes. Who do you think we are? We, we, nothing can happen through us." And he has minimized himself so much that it really is affecting. This was the spirit over the people uh, of God's people in the time of Gideon, and God has to teach him. Listen. And he said, I can raise up 32,000 people to fight the Midianites. And God says, I don't need 32,000. He says, well, we can make, te- we can make war with 10,000 and overcome the Midianites. And God says, I don't need 10,000. And then he says, I'll just pick, we'll just pick 300 out of all your group. And with 300, when I'm with you, you will get the victory and defeat the enemy. And I would receive that as a word for us, corporately and individually, that the Lord is with us. The angel of the Lord is inspiring you, anointing you, and me. And together, we are going to defeat, whether it's the spirit of the Midnight, so whatever the power of the enemy. And I pray that that spirit of confidence in God is making all the difference for us. And we're going to rise up as a people and possess the land, possess your victory. And we are not going to let the enemy steal your blessings. That belongs to you. You are one of God's people. You have been washed in the blood of Jesus. And as Michael led us in that song, there is power. In the name of Jesus. And we'll break every yoke. He breaks every yoke. He breaks. And there may be concerns that you have that you're not uh, somewhat shy of saying it, enunciating. But we don't care. There is power in the name of Jesus. And he breaks every chain. Put your hand on your heart. It says, Jesus is breaking every chain. The, there's a lot of, I, I recently had a chance to kind of get informed about the drug cartels and the kind of influence they have over our nation and that so many good people, educated people, but they are somehow trapped by addictions, by different kinds of drugs. And as we get strong in the Lord, we are going to claim God is changing the atmosphere here. The atmosphere of the name of Jesus is oversharped, And where he is encroaching and putting this drug habit on people, we are praying the Spirit of God is going to transform us as a people. The Spirit of God is giving deliverance to every person who's anyway affected by the spirit of addiction, by all these different drugs, and the creative power of God is being loosed as we pray that to restore brain functions, to restore people back to holiness, to bind every spirit of criminality, and one of the things I've read that it is concerned. Is that there are people that, as they are stopped sometimes by the police authorities, the they have the wrong reaction and they do things that creates trouble for everybody, and that we pray. And I I point to the evil spirit of addiction, or and things connected with that, with lawlessness and. There is no reason for this to be happening. We need to lose the power of the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit of the Lord is here. That's what we sang. We're gonna pray and believe. The Spirit of the Lord is over Charlotte, over every corner of this area of Fort Fort Mill, Rock Hill, all these regions, and then we'll claim for the Carolinas that the Lord is on the move right now. The evidence is all around us that he is saving. We pray for those on the web, those here, that the Lord is blessing you, is delivering you, and every power of addiction or temptation or adultery or any kind of yuck stuff that you are shy of showing, the Lord He's in that new atmosphere the spirit of the Lord is here and Jesus when he came back from the wilderness said the spirit of the Lord is anointing me to set the captives free to give sight to the blind and he kept the captives are being set free it it I remember that time many times he saw where at, at that time one of the big plagues when the time of Jesus was leprosy and the it was so terrible and tragic they couldn't even come near crowds and from afar off they had to cry out. But, And I believe that the Lord is hearing your cry and my, and people who desperately need deliverance. There are people who have been hit by the power of cancer. Whatever is trying to hurt you, we will cry out and not, not be silent. Do not be silenced by the by the power of darkness. Like those people who are blind, those who are lepers, they would say, Jesus, Son of David, help us. Jesus, Son of David, please heal us. And however far they were, they shouted out. I am not going to be quiet. Jesus is passing by. We're going to cry out, Lord, Jesus, heal. Lord, deliver us as a church, and as an individual. Thank you, Lord. And we are breaking every yoke in Jesus' name. And then praying for other cities and our nation in Jesus' name. Really, you read about some of these news items and you say, wow, we need to be active and help pray for our nation. Just this weekend, I read where the president, the prime minister of Japan came, first time, this, this particular prime minister, and he came to the White House, and there was nobody to greet him. Here is, a, I mean, he's to be honored. He is the prime minister who's never come, this, this prime minister has never come to the United States, and they are our allies. And he was, he's an ally, but nobody to greet him. And I said, (laughs) oh, it shouldn't be like that. That's really, may not have been meant for that, but it's really an insult when the prime minister comes and there is nobody to greet him. Anyway, we send uh, blessing and order over the White House. Thank you, Lord. But right now, I really believe God is telling us, I am with you. God is wanting to make a difference for each of our lives. And we welcome Him, and we hang on and get go from glory to glory, from strength to strength. We don't want to review things we knew months ago. I mean, we will if need be. But some of these truths, we're going to hold on and not let go. Strength is coming to us. And then as we get the victory, we know who to give credit to. We're, you know, we sang, Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Ahead of time even, we giving all glory to Jesus Christ. And uh, I was sharing a little about the difference that God makes. See, often sometimes um, he would rather win, give you the victory through little than through more. Just to emphasize the fact that he is a supernatural God and he's going to give you a supernatural victory. I'm grateful for every victory, the natural, but also in the spiritual. But in in Judges 6, he mentions you know, at every season there are generations of people that have had to face some real dark opposition and in judges six, uh, chapter 6 it says uh, what had been given to the israelites their acreage and thousands of you know their properties so the Midianites would come and basically in the Amalekites and steal the blessings. And it says, the Midianites, then they would encamp against the Israelites and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor ox, nor donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts, Both they and their camels were without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, who said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage, And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all who oppressed you and drove them out before you and gave them, gave you their land. Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belong, I was wondering why Oprah got into this, but uh, it's spelled differently. (laughs) Otherwise, it would be like a repeat of the interview. Every few moments, she would say, what? Anyway, that, (laughs) which belonged to Joash the Abyssalite, while his son Gideon, threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty men of valor and talk about (laughs) tongue in cheek because he was not showing himself to be a big mighty man of valor, he was hiding and he was the big chicken spirit had attacked him Uh, Gideon said to him oh Lord If the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? and Where are all his miracles, which our Father told us about, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? Now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. One of the quotes, if the Lord is with us, where are the miracles? So that's part of, uh, it's a good thing that we claim breakthroughs and signs and wonders and miracles, it's scriptural. And when it does it's not for a long time does not happen then you got to say, Lord if you're with us where are the miracles? And it is good for us for the sake of your children, for the sake of that son, for the sake of that daughter who has had certain hurts or pains or big challenges. Where are the miracles? The angel of God said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread, lay them on this rock and pour out the broth, and he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the stuff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread, and fire rose out of the rock, consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. And the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. By the way, there are times in the Old Testament that it is it has been written. The angel of the Lord said this, and the angel of the Lord showed up. But there are angels, and then there is the angel of the Lord, that is an appearance of the pre-incarnate Christ. And when he, he he receives here the sacrifice, so it is. Angels don't receive sacrifice. It's the Lord God himself. So this is a Christophany. Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for I've seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Shalom. Do not fear. You shall not die. Put your hand on your hearts. Say, do not fear. That's a word from the Lord that you take, possess it. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it The Lord is Peace. Or what the original? The Jehovah Shalom. Say Jehovah Shalom. Whenever he gives a revelation of his name, it is not, as I've said it before, not just to make nice Bible notes, it's for you to possess. Um, and for you to practice and for you to live it out. There are times where you may be attacked you, and and especially, well, I've, I've had, Bonnie and I have had that experience where our children were attacked and you want to personally possess that name. In, in a generic way, you know, Jesus is a healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. But I want to know Him, where He comes in and heals my grandbaby, or oh, He heals my uncle who has dementia, or is hit with cancer. We are believing for Jehovah Rapha to bless you, Jehovah Peace Shalom to be there to give Shalom, that no midnight can come and steal your acres, and steal your harvest. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, take your father's young bull and basically tells them to have a sacrifice. And take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice. So Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said to him. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much, to do it by day, he did it by night. And uh, it goes on. Gideon asked for a fleece. We won't take the time to do, the, do that, but here in John, uh, Judges chapter 7 is where the Lord comes and says to him, he has collected so many people to come and do a battle against the Midianites, And in Judges chapter 7, verse 4, it says, But the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And of whomever I say to you, This one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water. The Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who laps from the water with his tongue, as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets on his knees to drink. And the number of those who left, putting their hand to their mouth, was 300. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, By the 300 men, who leapt, I will save you. Deliver the Midianites into your hands. Let all the peop, other people go, every man to its place. So it does not depend on how many, how vast the numbers are. God said, I want to, basically, I want to give that miracle to you guys. So I'm going to do it. The Midianites may be thousands. I'm going to give you the victory by just 300 that are with you. So, in this hour, God is going to give us miracles. And it's not the might of the number of how big your army is. It is the Lord and His presence that is in the frame where He is the one who we will give all the credit to, as we get the victory. And uh, God gives him the details of how to to get a torch, and get the 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 container, which will have the fire, and the and the trumpets, and the pitchers. And it says in verse 3, Then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers. They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hand for blowing. And they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And every man stood in his place all around the camp. And the whole army of the Midianites ran and cried out and fled. When the three hundred blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. That's the Midianites. And the army fled to Beth Acacia toward Jerurah as far as the border of Abel-Mahola. And the men of Israel gathered together from Naphtali, Asher, and all, Manasseh, and all of Manasseh. And Gideon sent messengers, come down against the Midianites and seize from them the watering places as far as Beth Barah. We don't know these places, but basically we can summarize by saying God gave a mighty victory through Gideon and his 300. He did not need 30,000. He did not need 10,000. He just needed a handful of people, comparatively, to give them the victory. It's God who is on our side, and we need to more than ever extol his presence in our midst. You know, when... Some of these people said, you know, that we're going to. There were some really fleshly leaders out there who deactivated the strength of the church in many areas. They couldn't meet but in small numbers. And I, I, for me, that was a detection of the, the enemies trying to weaken the church and destabilize it. And therefore, then. Make our nation weak, where we would be so dependent on others, and I really believe in the fact God bless America, and it has been a blessing to many other nations, and that blessings will flow. We are going to be. It's the the midnight, as you see, had taken over, and stolen, and we. If we learn from there, we have to make a stand. We need to stand in faith and declare the victory of the Lord. And this for ourselves personally. May your bank account be replenished. May your home, may God give you the home that you want. May you get every blessing in your faith this evening, I mean this morning, we want to release every blessing of healing because god is with you say god is with me and he he gives us the miracles that was one of gideon's main prayers lord if you are with us where are your miracles oh, we are believing and we are seeing healings and great healings and we are, it was wonderful to hear the testimonies of some of the people who came up Friday night and the Lord is with us and he's giving us the miracles. May each of you this coming days, this coming week and the weeks to come this be a year of some of the greatest blessings. May this be the year of some of the greatest revivals. May People in the multiple hundreds of thousands come to Christ. These it's going to be like the days I pray when revivals like through and revivalists, young like Billy Graham in the late forties and early fifties and others that there will be a repetition of these miracles and more tenfold. There was a time at the near the end almost of the period of the Azusa revival that Maria Woodward Eder, who was one of the great great revivalists. And by the way, she faced great tragedy. Some of her children passed away of some of the infirmities that were going around. And she had to pray through. And, and then she declared. Some of the greatest miracles happened under her ministry. But then in about uh, 1912, something like that, 1914. But she declared, she said uh, God gave her an open vision, and she saw, and then as she prophesied. You think this is great, the Azusa revival. This is nothing compared to what will come 100 years from now. So it's approximately around this time, A hundred years ago, she said, God is going to do and give revival as we have never seen it. It's going to be uh, a hundred times greater than what we have experienced here. And so I am in faith that we are, as a nation, going to experience miracles. And may one of the great miracles be total deliverance from every spirit of virus, every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of cancer, they have to bow to the name of Jesus. And as we sang, that there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain. And the spirit of the Lord is with every family, every home, and it's going to cover America. And then we pray, as surely as I live, the whole earth is going to be covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Put your hand on your heart. So I say, Lord, thank you for sending fresh revival and new miracles for my family, for my children for my house, for my church, for my nation. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Chavda, visit us at org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.